Welcome to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Five questions, five minutes, one exciting guest. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Small Business Edge podcast. I'm your host, Brian Moran, and this is our monthly 5 and 5 segment, where we get to ask guest experts five questions in five minutes. Our guest this month is Melissa Campanelli co-founder of Women in Retail Leadership Circle and the brand and content director for Total Retail. Welcome to the 5 and 5 podcast, Melissa Campanelli. Hey, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and I'm looking forward to it. I'm more excited because I've known you forever and, uh, and I think you have a lot of insight and wisdom that you can share with our listeners. So before we get into it, tell me quickly about Women in Retail Leadership Circle and Total Retail. Sure, Brian. I'd love to tell you about it. Uh, Women in Retail Leadership Circle is a networking group of senior level women in the retail space. We've been around for about 10 years and we have uh, some great members and we do events. We have a newsletter that comes out every Wednesday and we have peer group calls and all kinds of fun stuff. And it, we're really excited about our group. And Total Retail is a business publication that targets the retail industry. Wow. I bet you they benefited greatly from that group over the last two and a half years. Absolutely. Our group has grown significantly since the pandemic began. We're actually at 500 members as of today, I think. Wow. And uh, we do a lot of great uh, networking and allowing a lot of these women to have a place to chat and talk to each other about issues that they're facing right now. Fantastic. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into the five and five. So yes. first, first question, it's almost, well, actually it is September now. Um, are retailers ready for the upcoming holidays? Great question. Uh, I would say for the most part, from what I've heard, yes, uh, they are aware of some of the issues that they have to deal with and they're doing what they can to mitigate them. And what are those issues? I mean, they are feeling pain, the, the pain of supply chain delays. Uh, there's a lot of, there's labor shortage issues, there's rising costs, and who knows if there's going to be a recession. So, you know, consumer spending has slowed down a little, uh, but they're ready. You know, they're lowering prices, they're creating promotions that will start early, and they will, um, they're keeping track of their inventory to make sure that they have everything that consumers are going to need as the holiday season grow- goes. Yeah. I- I'm on the record as saying we're already in a recession, by the way. You know, we've had the, the first half of the year, we had two quarters of negative growth. So I uh, I said we're in it and, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going through it. It'll, it'll, it'll be around a little bit longer. All right. Yeah. You mentioned supply chain issues. So will there be some, uh, shipping and logistic issues similar to what happened last year? Yeah. I mean, one would think that they would be over by now, but, you know, there are still shipping logistic issues. Um, retailers are going to be facing delays and they're also going to have to pay more retailers are going to have to pay more to shipping companies because their prices are rising Mm. um you know to mitigate these costs uh companies are going to have to look at their portfolio of suppliers Mm. uh switch them around maybe um maybe even do some of their shipping in-house i mean i know that's difficult for small businesses but um but the other thing that's interesting this year is that some retailers are also dealing with an influx of inventory Mm. Uh, because consumer buying habits changed. And I think retailers were caught off guard um, as a result of the pandemic shipping delays. So they overbought and they overordered 
But mm-hmm. now they're dealing with inflation and price sensitive sh- uh, shoppers. So that's another issue that they didn't deal with, you know, right after the pandemic. So it's yeah. not looking pretty. Yeah. Consumer demand. Yeah. You're going to have to watch that as we get closer to the holiday season. Um, and by the way, I don't think all ports are created equal when it comes to <laughs> supply chain issues. You know, L.A. and Long Beach, they they do about 40 percent of, of um, right importing business. Yeah. And um, I was recently down in Miami and, you know, it seems like they're killing it down there. And I know that other ports don't have the same issues. So I don't know if that's an option for retailers, right, to ship into different ports. Yeah, that is a great actually idea. And I have heard that a lot of areas are picking up the slack for Mm -hmm. the more traditional uh, shipping areas. Right. Okay. Um, all right. Question three. Will seasonal help be there for small and mid-sized retailers? And if not, what are their alternate options? In a word, no. <laughs> I mean, I was reading, <laughs> oh, I was reading, I was reading a Corn Ferry report actually right before this call. And um, I think nearly half of retailers say that they're having a tough time attracting employees for the upcoming holiday season. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not sure there are a lot of great options. Uh, you know, short of like changing store hours or requesting consumers buy online as early as possible. So items will get there by Christmas. But I do know that retailers are doing a lot to sweeten the pot. You know, they're offering incentives to seasonal hires, which they haven't done in the past. Right. Um, Bonuses, premium pay and employee discounts. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Um, It is a problem. And, you know, we actually did have a call about this with our, with some of our women and retail members and they are struggling. Yeah, I like that employee discount. That's actually a good idea. I see. Yeah, and um, you know, on the on the smaller end of, of of the retail business space, one thing I've said to my clients and to other retailers is that you know, if if you got to keep your eye on your costs, obviously, and if costs keep going up, interest rates go up, and utilities go up. You're going to have to cut costs, and they're the two easiest spots to cut costs are seasonal help and advertising, yeah, right? Yeah. And and so that might not be a problem come October, November, if your costs have gone high, much higher than expected, and all of a sudden you're losing money. Mm. You get into negative cash flow. You're going to have to cut somewhere. You can't cut your variable costs, right? Right. You cut your fixed costs. Um, so what are you going to be able to cut? So I I don't know that seasonal help will be an issue if you find yourself in negative territory. Exactly. I mean, and that gets into the whole, um, issue of just, you know, not, not keeping the store open if you, if if that's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, let's, let's talk about consumer demand. This will be a question. Uh, what about it? I mean, is there a fear that, you know, everything goes right this year, you know, with, Yeah, but but consumer demand plummets. Yeah, I mean, there is, uh, you know, there's numerous studies out there that say that, you know, consumer spending this holiday season won't change considerably if you look at the numbers. But let's face it, the current economic crisis is having and it's going to have an effect on on holiday season profitability. And as I mentioned before, I mean, consumers are being very cautious around spending um, they're buying value items. They're not buying luxury items. Apparel apparently is not going to be hot, as hot as it normally is during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I honestly think from my experience talking to retailers, they're just hoping for the best. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is that what you hear? Is that what you've been hearing? Yeah, you got to keep an eye on it. You know, you got to, you know, you have to track your, and I'm going to ask you about financials for my last question, but you have to track that every single day. You have to keep an eye on receivables and payables and consumer demand. And, you know, you can't get caught, you know, on the short end where all of a sudden you've got, you know, a thousand red sweaters at the end of November and you're selling them for, you know, at a loss. Yeah. So all right, last question. So Melissa, I'm going to put you in the hot seat for this. If you're a small or mid-sized retailer, what financial moves would you make now to ensure a smooth holiday season for your business? Okay. So I feel like this might be a little bit of an interesting twist I'm going to give you right now, but um, I, I would obviously, in terms of financial moves, I would definitely focus on lowering prices and being very highly promotional, but I would also focus on ramping up your loyalty program Mm -hmm. in the hopes that the consumers that are coming for the low prices for the holiday season will join the program and then become a loyal customer afterwards and maybe pay full price in the future. Um, I feel like a lot of retailers are doing that right now. They're ramping up their their loyalty programs, I think, for this purpose. Um, And I also would obviously keep very close watch, like you said, on shipping costs. Yeah. because your suppliers are going to be increasing their costs. So their yeah. prices. So you're going to have to be there. You know, you're going to have to do what you can to, to pay what you need to pay for the suppliers who you will, who you you'll need them right now. Very much, very, uh, you're going to need them the most during the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Great point. The one thing I would add is, um, is make sure you have access to capital. Because if you dip into negative cash flow territory, you will going to need to infuse capital into your business to even that out, to make payroll, to pay your invoices, to keep your light, you know, lights on during the holidays. If you get to that point as a small business owner, um, so and the cost of money is only going to go up when when interest rates go up in September, November, and December. I'm almost positive that's going to happen. So. Lock into your money now and uh, have it when you're going to need it, you know, come come later fourth quarter. Melissa, that's it. We're done. The five and five. Went so fast. <laughs> that's how it happens. That's how Love it. Happens. I want to thank you for being our guest today. And you gave some great advice and insights to our listeners. And, and I appreciate that. And I'd love to have you back on for a full podcast. I'd love to do it. It's been so great, Brian. I I really enjoy talking to you and uh, good luck with this great podcast. Thank you. Yeah. We'll have you on maybe first quarter. Uh, We'll, we'll get you on and we'll talk about the state of retail for 2023. Love it. 2023 almost. That's nuts. And and Uh, we're, and we're still 15. (laughs) I'm I'm 21. I don't want anyone to question me when I walk into a bar. All right. I want to thank Melissa uh, Campanelli, a co-founder of Women in Retail Leadership Circle and the brand and content director for Total Retail. You can find all the details on how to connect with Melissa on our resource page of the podcast. Uh, I want to thank Pitney Bowes for being our sponsor. What a fantastic supporter of small businesses everywhere. Check them out, especially for the upcoming holiday season for all your shipping needs. And I want to thank you, our listeners. Great questions you always ask, great feedback. Uh, You tell me what you like, what you don't like, and we appreciate that. I do, especially. So keep your emails and your comments coming, and we'll see you next week on another episode of the Small Business Edge Podcast. 
Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5. Sponsored by Pitney Bowes. To find more podcasts, just visit smallbusinessedge.com. Join us next time for more 5 and 5.